Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our celebration, the fourth uh, Sunday of Advent. This is the last Sunday, and next uh, next week we will be celebrating Christmas, Friday and Thursday. And this gospel takes us back uh, nine months to that moment, just after the Annunciation. We celebrate Annunciation in March. In the person of Mary, we see why she is called the first of the disciples of the Lord. Okay, the first effect of God's presence is to offer an act of charity for others. So Mary exhibit, exhibits this quality of service for others. In this gospel, Futures, Mary, the youngest cousin, and Elizabeth, the oldest one. Elizabeth is exemplified humility, and Mary is a symbol of service to others. I will. I want to highlight that I'm gonna focus on Mary, even though Mary had received good news to share the. Her goal was not to go and tell uh, Elizabeth that she was pregnant, that she the Savior was in her womb. No, she goes in haste to visit Elizabeth because her older cousin is in her sixth, sixth month. And she goes there to help her because her first concern is not for herself, but for her cousin who is about to give Birth. In other words, Mary goes and helps Elizabeth in her pregnancy. After a long journey from the north in Nazareth down to the south where the hill country was, the town of Judah, Mary comes as the youngest cousin into the house of Elizabeth and Zechariah. Jesus is already present in her womb. And Mary already begins to manifest that same concern for others that is so characteristic of the Lord. When Mary helps Elizabeth in her pregnancy, Mary does God's will. Today's second reading invites us to say to the Lord, I come to do your, your will, O God. I come to do your will, O oh God. Uh, I'm reading the book uh, of Life and Holiness by Thomas Merton. And I found a good definition of God's will. He says, I must always do what contradicts my spontaneous desires or my interest. And then I will be sure of doing the will of God. Man's heart responds to the love and grace. It also responds to the goodness and the need of his fellow man. Mary did God's will when she visited her cousin, Elizabeth. Jesus came down from heaven and came into the hill country where we find all kinds of dangers. If we can use that image at great risk to himself and, of course, to suffer and die for us because he's concerned for us. 
That concern of the Lord for us is made flesh in the person of Mary. Friends, God is always concerned about our character and testimony. If we want to do God's will at Christmas, we need to be merciful, forgiving, loving, honest, truthful, giving, a peacemaker, compassionate. Um, I'm going to give you three beautiful passages from the New Testament. It's about God's will. The first one is Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. Do all things without grumbling and complaining, questioning, being blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked world. The second one is the Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The last one, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern where is the will of God, where is good and pleasing and perfect. Christmas is just a week away, and it will be time for expectation and joy, but also some kind of difficulties, but we can, we can do it together with God's God's grace, and and that's what I say. Uh, it will be time for expectation and joy, but also some kind of tensions, perhaps, as the things that we want to work out maybe just don't turn out as well. But God's grace, we can do it. We can handle it. Let's use this weekend before Christmas to really imitate Christ in the person of Mary by striving to be of service to others. And if we can do that, then we show that we really have understood the meaning of this great feast that we anticipate, the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.